Hello everyone, welcome to your favorite podcast again, the Talk Football Podcast. Uh, the weekend was was filled with um, lots of entertainment in the footballing world again. And as you know, here in this podcast, all of the entertainment is what we aim to dissect. In case you've missed, in case you did not miss and you just want a recap, this is where you come to, the football, the Talk Football Podcast. So, um, let's not waste any time. Let's just dive into what happened in the weekend. Uh, let's start with England. Uh, man. Uh, I've said this before. I'm a Manchester United fan. So, if I'm talking about the Manchester United game, I've asked you to permit me to use the word we. So, we were, uh, were trashed. We were, we were embarrassed. We were We were destroyed. We were everything that every word that sounds like sharpa or that represents sharpa that's what that's well, that's the word you should use for what Manchester City did to us yesterday. Manchester City are a very bad team. Pep, Pep Guardiola is a very wicked person. Yes, I said it. I mean yesterday yesterday was was awful. For a Manchester United fan it was awful. It was it was a sore sight for someone that loves Manchester United like I do, man. I couldn't. I was angry. I was I was complaining all through the match. I <sighs> Manchester City beat us four one. Four goes to one. Um, fine. Let's 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 ac- let's accept that we are really not a good match. We are not a match for Manchester City at this time of the season. But four one. Four goals to one. Man, doesn't tell well of of a team that has so much, that has put so much money into buying players for the last few years. And man, man, it's 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 not explainable. Uh, Harry Maguire. I'm. I said this before now. Harry Maguire is is the biggest scam in football. Maguire should look for another thing to do, another sport, probably golf, where they, where there's no pace involved. Cause, cause, cause if if we continue using Maguire, I'm dead. I am very, very serious. I'm very, very sure that we cannot, we cannot beat even, even the least team to any trophy. I don't think that we can win any trophy because we will, con- we'll continue conceding goals. We'll continue conceding goals every time we play Maguire. As a centre back, come on. He he doesn't know how to position. He doesn't know how to mark the ball. He doesn't know how to. The only thing Maguire could ever give to Manchester United as a centre back would be heading the ball. But even that, he does not do it well. I am I'm way tired of Maguire's mistakes and man, Maguire should not play football anymore. Maguire should stop playing football. Yes, Maguire should. She just he should be stripped of the captain, captain's arm bag, arm bag, uh, arm band rather, and every other thing that that has to do with football should just should be taken away from Maguire, please. He should probably just just go on. any other thing that has to do with any other sports, fine. But Maguire should stop playing football. That that being said about Maguire, I think Rashford, Rashford too is is a problem for Manchester United currently. It's a concern. 
I don't want to say so. I don't want. I do not want to say bad things about Rashford because we all know that when Rashford is in his good form, he's a good player. He's a he's a good player for the team. He he turns up and yeah, he does lots of good stuff for the team. But but right now, Rashford is nothing that Manchester United need. But Rashford, Rashford is is way out of form. He doesn't complete his dribbles anymore. He doesn't even his regular running, his his pace, everything is just messed up. He's, he's, he's lacking ideas with the ball. He gets the ball and he doesn't know what to do with it. Rashford is just off the game. And I, I think it's very, very unfair to Mata and Lingard that, that Rashford has been playing in our team. Especially to Mata. I think it's very, very unfair that that as bad as Rashford's form is, Mata is not playing in our team. Yes, I don't. I don't know if it's English politics. I don't know what it is, but Rashford shouldn't play. Currently, Rashford shouldn't play. If if he wants to pick up his form, he should just go play with the B team under twenty three. I don't know, but Rashford can't play for our team anymore. Please, please. And uh, man, I don't know if anybody's going to say, it, but me, I'm going to say. It. I think Vanik Vanik is clueless. Vanik is. Vanik doesn't know anything that, that concerns coaching a football team. Yes, I think Vanik belongs behind the desk to just sign papers and but but not not in the field. Vanik shouldn't. Vanik Vanik comes up with stupid features for the team. Yes, I, I do not I I agree. I have never been to a coaching I've never had a coaching course in my life. But I mean, there are certain mistakes that Vanik makes that you, as a fan of football, that not that is not even a fan of Manchester United, that we will look at and be like, man, what's this? What's this? What was the reason of removing Pogba and and Fred yesterday to bring in Rashford? That is not that is not contributed anything to the team for the last few games he's played. I don't know. I don't know Rashford. Vanik makes stupid subs lots of times, stupid decisions. I don't know. He's too calm for a coach, for a coach of a team that is trying to work its way back to the top. I don't know why would have a coach as quiet as Vanik. But that being said, um, kudos to KDB Kevin De Bruyne. He was exceptionally his masterclass showed yesterday again. Uh, he does this every time. Yes, he's not he's not really had the best of seasons, yeah, but but KDB is KDB and he did that yesterday again. Um Masterclass, two goals, fine play, starting the attack. Every every now and then he's in those spaces that we keep open and it was masterclass. And talking about masterclasses, I think um Fernandez Fernandez is is way off the game. When it comes to big games, Fernandez has has not been has not been Fernandez for lots of big games for Manchester United. I don't know what's happening to him. I don't know how it happens, but I think Fernandez needs to step up in big matches. We need the Fernandez we know in small games, in big matches. We need it. We need him because currently, man, if Fernandez can't be Fernandez in big games, I don't think we can ever go anywhere. It's impossible. It's impossible. Now we're playing Atletico Madrid in the Champions League finals. Um, 
knockout stages. If Fernandez can't be Fernandez for us against Atletico, we'll, we'll have a lot, a lot of problems. I just, I just, I just hope that we could get around this, these problems and the Manchester United team. Well, that being said, let's talk about Liverpool. Um, Liverpool played West Ham and they win, they won one nil. Um, a goal from Sadio Mane. Um, I think the, the win is really important for Liverpool, considering that their position in the league and how many points that Manchester United topped them with. It's just six points, and Manchester United, um, sorry, Manchester City, topped them with six points, and um, uh, Liverpool not winning that game would have cost them a lot, especially with Manchester United beating, embarrassing Manchester United, Manchester City embarrassing Manchester United the way they did yesterday. Um, uh, I think Liverpool needed that win. It was very, very important for them. Uh, but at the same time, it kills. It sort of kills West Ham's top four hopes. Uh, but look on the bright side, Manchester United lost. So uh, <laughs> there's a possibility that top four, top four is not really, is not really gone for West Ham. Uh, though Arsenal still have to play two games. So uh, good game for Liverpool, three points. Uh, bad day for West Ham, no points. Arsenal. Yeah, they did it. They won three two. Uh, Watford were really poor. Watford were really poor. They, uh, yeah, Arsenal seemed to be a better team, but Watford were really poor. They couldn't. They didn't play. They didn't play Watford. They didn't play the Watford way that I know. Yeah, check compared to what they played against Manchester United, and you know that they didn't play the Watford way. They they set back, they set back too, they set back too much. They allow Arsenal control the game so much, and it wasn't nice for, for them. And the only time that they, they thought they could come out and play to get an equalizer to end the match uh, and get a point out of it, it was too late. And, and Arsenal found a way around it. And yeah, so uh, it boosts. It's it's a boost for Arsenal's top four hopes. Uh, unfortunately for me, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> I don't like it. But well, it's football. It is what it is. Um, it's happened, and you can't do anything about it. So, uh, talking about Arsenal, I think Odegaard and I mean that boy is getting so good playing for the Arsenal team, and I think Odegaard is going to be a key player for Arsenal in the few in the coming years. Yes, Odegaard is going to be a very very key player for Arsenal in the coming years. Man, he's exceptional for a boy as young as he is. He plays. He plays with so much confidence. He passes the ball so good. And front of the goal is, is, is wonderful. I think Odegaard is going to be key for us now. And Lacazette. Yes, not been scoring so much, but Lacazette, Lacazette has, been, has, been, has been influential for us, for us now. Yeah, for the last two games he's played for us now, he's, he's, been, he's been too good. A few assists here and there, starting to play, making the runs. Yeah, playing with the team and the rest of it, Lacazette has been, has been wonderful. It's been wonderful for for Arsenal. I think uh, if Arsenal keep up this play, it, it'll go. It, it'll do good for them. Yeah, it will. Uh, Chelsea beat Burnley four 0 I don't. I don't. I don't seem to understand how all of these teams that people are beating have been are drawing Manchester United. They drew Watford. They drew Burnley. Chelsea drew Burnley in the first half. Came back in the second half to beat them mercilessly. I, I, I've, I've been saying this and I'll keep saying it. Chelsea have a fighting team. Like, that team fights. 
they fight too much. Chelsea fight every time, man. And that's one of the reasons that they can't. They are in the position that they are. That's why they are, that's why they are, they are world, world champions. It's it's uh, it's wonderful watching Chelsea lots of times. Manchester United fan. Do remember I told you I like Jorginho? Yeah, but, but then it's not just because of Jorginho. I think um, Chelsea play good football and it's it's nice to watch. They fight unlike my team. So they show too much laxity when we play Manchester United. Chelsea, no, they don't do that. Especially with Rhys James coming back to the right uh, right back position and uh, the quantity of force he comes with. He, he, he brings to the attack for Chelsea. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, Newcastle win 2-1. They won 2-1, rather. Um, Fabian Shaw scores his first goal for, Man- for Newcastle. Uh, Fabian Shaw is one of my favorite defenders in the, in the Premier League. Mm. They win 6 Liverpool. Um, I'm sorry, Newcastle clear of the rele- of relegation zone and I'm happy for them because they, they are one of the teams that make Premier League really, really exciting. They sometimes just mess mess your plans up as a team <laughs> and it makes Premier League really exciting. I understand. So, if teams like Newcastle go to relegation, I'll, I'll get tired. I don't know the next teams that are going to come, how stubborn they're going to be but I think I like the stubbornness that Newcastle uh, poses in the league. So, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm happy for them. Um, Norwich got... Beats. They got beaten by uh, Brentford. I, I must be really uh, sincere. I, I I didn't believe that Brentford could uh, remain in the top flight this season. I, I felt they would go back. But they are proving me wrong. Uh, with uh, several good performances. and uh, It's bad news for Norwich. They are, they, are going, they are going to go back to the championship. Kudos to Brentford. Nice one. Uh, Against all odds, they're here. It's good. Uh, I think the most shocking result of the Premier League uh, this past weekend would be Wolves losing to Crystal Palace at home. Man, I don't understand how Crystal Palace could just go to Wolves this home and, and beat them 2-0. Uh, football can be, you know, <laughs> can be something else. But nice one from Crystal Palace. Um... I wouldn't say it's a bad result for. Uh, it's a really, really bad result, as in it's not really, really going to affect Wolves' campaign. It's not like they are, they are, they are anywhere close to European football. So fine. They just lost three points. No, they didn't lose. They didn't lose more than that. It was a good game for for Crystal Palace. Yeah. Um, Aston Villa, man. I don't know if I've said this before, but you see, Steven Gerrard is. Is a good coach is, and a good coach is a good coach. Where you take him to, yes, finances and uh, kind of players he has maybe, maybe problems. But a good coach is a good coach, and Stephen G is showing it with Aston Villa. Man, Stephen G's just turned that team around. They've they've got into this wonderful level. They play good football, good attacking football. Danny Ings and uh, Philip Coutinho, they do everything just right. And man, Philippe Coutinho is on form, is on fire. He's not scored so much, but his play is outstanding. He's got, he, he got an assist and a goal yesterday. And man, let's just, um, I think Philippe Coutinho is getting to Philippe Coutinho again. Um, let's just watch out for what, what will come out of Philippe Coutinho playing for Aston Villa. Uh, let's, let's see what happens next season. 
but I, I, I think I'm, I have high hopes for Aston Villa next season with Stevie G playing the sort of football he plays in uh, Aston Villa currently. It's, it's wonderful. I just hope that they can do better next season. Um, Leicester managed to beat uh, Leeds. They go to nil. Um, Irina Cho coming from the bench to give an assist and it was a good one for Leicester. They needed three points and they got it. No matter how struggle, how much struggle they had to go through, three points is three points and it was it was good for Leicester. Uh, we just we we've got Tottenham and Everton coming up today. I for my own Manchester United sake, I hope Everton cause an upset. Yes, I'm not expecting them to win because they are in the worst form of their lives, but I just hope they can draw the game at least <laughs> for Manchester United sake. Please, please, I please, I'm begging. Everton draw the game for us, please. Yeah, that being said, um, in Spain, Sevilla drop two points. Mm. They draw against Alaves. Uh, it gives it gives Madrid a really, really, really big boost in the title race. Eight points above Sevilla, man. I don't think there's much you could ask for as a team, other than for your opponent to keep drawing and losing, so you could just get tired every time so um Sevilla a bad result for them poor performance but I don't think um they can keep drawing games like this if they ever think of if they ever want to catch up with Madrid which I which I feel right now is impossible because um how many games are left in the league again maybe 10 or 11 or I don't know but can't I can't tell exactly but currently man uh it's done for Sevilla. The league title is gone. The real, real Madrid. We've clinched. We've clinched that. Um, Villarreal lost to Osasuna. I don't know. Uh, bad result. Shocking though. But football is football. Um, Valencia. They just. They had to make it really difficult for Granada to just leave the relegation zone. Man. Um. Uh, um. Granada. Uh, just a point above Cadiz, who are in 18th position. So Granada is in seventh position, 17th position, and it's it's still a struggle for Granada to leave that position. With matches like that against Valencia, if they keep losing, then it's going to be way difficult for them. Uh, I don't know. I just I hope for their own sake they can keep the winning games. Uh, yeah. Uh, Real Madrid pulled up. Uh, they pulled off one of the best performances of the season uh, coming from a goal a goal down to scoring four goals uh, Kamavinga getting his first goal or his second goal rather of the of the season for Real Madrid uh, um, Real Madrid responded like a big team would respond they came out they played the ball they attacked they controlled the midfield the passes kept going and all of it and man Kamavinga he put up, uh, he put up, put up a performance like a nice, um, long range shot to give Manchester uh, Real Madrid equalizer. Then Modric and Karim Benzema scoring the penalty and Marco Asensio and men. Uh, Real Madrid, uh, they just, I just hope they can keep playing like this and put up this performance um, against uh, Paris Saint Germain in the Champions League. I really want Real Madrid to. To knock out Paris Saint Germain, yes, 
I think they deserve it. If they played really good football this season, I think they deserve to go far in the Champions League. Real, Real Madrid deserve to go that far. Um, Elche did all they could against Barcelona, but they lost two goals to one. And um, I think the major talking points of the game are, uh, man, uh, how Xavi has managed to transform this Barcelona team. Man, it's it's wonderful for a coach like Xavi getting his first top flight job, putting Barcelona in this position that they are in the league, third position in the league, man. It's wonderful. I think, well, I really didn't believe that Xavi could do it this quickly, but we can all see the transformation that Xavi has brought to Barcelona, especially with the signings he's made for in the four positions. Um, Adama, Ferran, uh, Aubameyang, man, they've been, they've been wonderful. Yeah, they've been wonderful for Barcelona and that brings me to the talk man I am tired of everybody talking about everybody talking about Adama Traore like he's some he's some great player he's some outstanding man I feel that Adama Traore is the worst winger football has currently yes and 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 a few performances in Barcelona four assists or so is not going to change my mind man Adama played 169 games for Wolves, and he's got what 14 assists for a player that plays regularly. Man, Adama, Adama is 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 not a player that anybody should even should anybody everybody should even think think of buying. Yes, I don't think I don't think Adama should be a play an, an option for any team. Yes, he's got pace, he's got power, but man, he doesn't use any of those. Rashford has got pace, doesn't have as much power as Adama's got, but he scores goals. Adama plays. Every week for he used to play every week for Wolves. He's hardly injured. He plays almost every time for Wolves. I mean, 169 games and you've got what? 14 assists for a player that plays regularly. Man, I don't, I don't think that Adama should should be should be called a, a good winger. I think he's he's just there. He's just there to just run with the ball and do all the rubbish that he thinks that he thinks in his head and. Nothing good comes out of it. So I don't think that this four assist is going Barcelona share is, is, is justification enough for anybody to start calling Adama a good player. No, he's not. He's not. Adama is not. He's not a good player. He's never been a good player. I don't think he can ever be a good player. Yeah. <coughs> uh, that being said, um, uh, Atletico Madrid beat Real Betis, three goals to one. Uh, it's essential for Atletico Madrid in the, in the race for Champions League. Um, they needed that win to put themselves back in the top four. Uh, uh, and they need these wins to, to build confidence against Manchester United in Champions League. Uh, yes, and I am worried about Atletico Madrid catching this sort of form. Though I still believe that Atletico Madrid is not a team to beat Manchester United out of the Champions League. But I am worried that they are catching form. That they are getting... They're getting back on track. They're getting to winning ways. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that Let's Go Madrid are getting this confident. But they need it for the for the chance for their race in the China for Champions League football next year. Uh, so good good one for them. Kudos to them. But I'm not happy about them winning. I repeat, not happy about them winning because they have to play me in the Champions League midweek. I don't feel comfortable about it. But well, let's just see what happens. Uh. Uh, in Germany, Bayern, Bayern 
they drew against Leverkusen and an own goal from Thomas Muller gave one gave one point away to uh, Leverkusen. Um, Bayern Munich did Bayern Munich, but uh, it wasn't really enough for them to to win the game. But then I don't think Bayern Munich lost this game uh, at the crucial time because currently um, I don't think there's any reason for them to be scared about what anything in, in the in the title in the title race in Germany. I think they've already won that trophy. Uh, I think it's just protocol that's that's keeping them from getting the trophy already. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, Bayern Munich. They lost three points, but they didn't lose anything. It was it doesn't have any effect on them. But you know how it is when, as a team, you lose match, you lose matches, and it's uh, it's tiring, it's it's discouraging. But then, not this, not this kind for for Bayern, Bayern Munich. Um, Leipzig, on the other hand, drew a one all to with um, Freiburg, and uh, it took nineteen minutes for for Leipzig to even get. And equalizer from Angelino and man, I don't, I don't know what's happening to Leipzig, but if they keep playing like this, it's going to be really, really bad for their top four ambitions in the, in the German league. Uh, it's 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 not good for them. I just hope they, they can do better. Uh, Cologne lost to Hoffenheim, Hoffenheim at home. It's a really, 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 really good big boost for Hoffenheim for their Champions League uh, chase. Do I still think that one way or the other Leipzig is going to just come overshadow them, take the fourth place and go to the Champions League and, and just dump uh, Offenheim in the Europa League? But let's see how it goes. But fine. It was a good result for Offenheim and it was nice. Uh, in Italy, Inter, it was a nail, man. They were, <laughs> Inter Milan were, were on fire. They were on fire. They, uh, um, a hat trick for Lataro Martinez and two goals, a brace for Edin Dzeko and assist for Edin Dzeko again. Man, Inter Milan won the fire. They, they beat La- Salatina five nil uh, at home. It was it was wonderful for them. It was good play for them. They put them two points behind AC Milan, although they have an outstanding game. But currently, my man. My man, AC Milan with the Zlatan at top of the table, and I'm glad and I'm happy about it. Um, but I think the major things to talk about in about the Inter Milan game is the fact that Edin Dzeko, a 33-year-old man, is this active, is scoring as much goals as he's scored for Inter Milan. Man, who believes that uh, Inter Milan lose Lukaku to Chelsea or sell? Lukaku to Chelsea, Chelsea rather, and and use a thirty-three-year-old man to replace him, and he does well. And Lukaku is not doing well. Man, Edin Dzeko is. I think Edin Dzeko and Olivier Giroud are underrated attackers in the world currently. They are doing so good for the for the various their individual teams, and that's wonderful. That's really wonderful. I, I can't, I can't, I can't stress on it enough. It's great. Uh, Atalanta lose one nil to Roma. Um, <laughs> not not a result I was expecting. I, I expected Atalanta to score at least one because they always do that. They do that almost every time, uh, but they didn't. It was important. It was very very an important win for Roma 
uh, it keeps the, their hopes for European football, if you know what I mean, Europa League alive. Although Atalanta still also have a game to play, so that game will decide what what happens between both of them. Um, Tammy Abraham was key. Tammy Abraham was the hero for AS Roma again. Um, I think um, one of the one of the things that Mourinho has done in last year that has been really fruitful for him was getting Tammy Abraham for Chelsea. Man, it's been really, really, really uh, result producing for 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 Mourinho. Tammy Abraham has stepped up in several locations to to bring them out of. Uh, of certain positions that they were not supposed to be in and he just keeps showing that he's, he's been a good attacker all along it's just it's just needed time like every other footballer needs and yeah he's putting up a really really good performance in the years man and i think if he continues like this he's going to get that in the one call up he may not really start because of hurricane and uh i don't know but i think that that england call up is imminent for um Tammy Abraham. Yes. Um Juve Juventus they, they beat Spezia one goal to nil. It's important for 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 Juve because um it brings them really close to Napoli. Yeah. Uh I think it brings them a point or two yeah behind Napoli and it boosts their chances of coming to, of playing Champions League football next year. Uh, Juventus didn't really start on the good foot this season, but they've they've done better. They've done better. They've they've gotten better, way better. So um, I hope I hope for their own sake they can keep up these performances and let's see what happens. Um, the match of the weekend in Italian so are Napoli and AC Milan. Man, I'm really really happy about the result. I <laughs> yes, I'm happy about the fact that AC Milan could could clinch. The win against Napoli. I was, I I can't say that I was expecting it, but I wanted it, and it happened. It's 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 really good for AC Milan. It takes them top of the table. Um, um. It, it it takes them a few steps closer to getting their hands on the title after so many years of not of not lifting it. Um, I just hope that they can keep up with these performances and win this title from Inter Milan this year, even if it's just this year and they don't win anymore. I'm okay. I'm okay because I want Zlatan to win that trophy and make a few noises. I want Zlatan to come up to the social media and start talking about how he's 40 and he's won with Alansera. I want those statements. It makes football really interesting, you know. And Zlatan is one of my favorite players all time. So, I want it. Um, Giroud, man, like I said before, when I was talking about Jekyll, Giroud has been outstanding for his Milan. He scored more goals than everybody. Uh in the Milan team this season it's it's wonderful and he's what 34 33 man it's it's wonderful for Jude for an attacker that was that was that was giving out cheaply to AC Milan Jude is wonderful he's been wonderful for AC Milan I'm happy about the result for for them I just pray they can keep up with these um, performances uh, in France OGC is the <laughs> They beat Paris Saint Germain. It goes to nil. Man, this game teaches me a few things. It, it exposes me to a few things. I don't know. It's subjective. You may have a, a contrary opinion, but I think that um, this game exposes that um, Mbappe has been the rock of the Paris Saint Germain team, and 
big porch is just an average coach like i don't see how a team with the likes of mbappe messi neymar di maria verati Wijnaldum and the rest of those players can be losing a game to Ojisimis just because they didn't have Mbappe. What sort of football is Pochettino even playing at PSG? I don't know. Because, man, you can't have those three and you be lo- you lose matches at will. Yes, they've won the league. The gap between them and Ojisimis is way, way too big and the rest of it. But, man, the performances are they, are... they are baffling. You can't keep playing football like this. You understand? Uh... You can't, I don't think a team as sophisticated as the PSG team can have a coach as good as Pep and lose matches like that. It's impossible. Poch used to be on the world-class level. Currently, Poch is nobody. He's nothing. He's nothing. He's nothing near world-class men. Considering the sort, of team, the sort of team that he has and the matches that he loses and the way they play men, I can't put Poch in the world-class level anymore. It's impossible to put Poch in the world-class level. Man. Um, it doesn't really affect PSG. They lost. Yes, they are way, way, way above, which is a nice second place. But, man, check it. You can't... You saw players that PSG have. They are supposed to be a threat to anybody they play, but they are not. Man, they are really not. And I just hope PSG lose to Madrid. Because they don't deserve playing this sort of football, they don't deserve to beat Madrid. Yes, but at the end of the day, let the better better team win. But I prefer Madrid to qualify. Uh, Olympic de Marseille lost a nil, one nil, to Monaco. It puts them in third position in the league behind the Gine. It's just a nice, um, bad result for 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 Marseille. Good one for Monaco, um, but. Wolves are still alive to get second place for the for Olympic de Marseille though. So let's let's see how it goes. <laughs> let's see how it goes. Um Boudou lose to choice in in the bottom part of the table and it's a bad one for them. So I I just hope they can do better. Uh Saint Etienne beat Mets uh one goal to nil. It puts them one point above Mets uh in the relegation zone, uh, they are. I think they are seventeenth in the table, and Mets should be what eighteen. I think um, they they have to keep winning. They have to keep winning. If not, it's going to be a really really bad thing for them. <laughs> they are going to have to drop to the relegation zone. They have to keep winning. Um, Lorient lost to Leon. Four goals to one. Uh, uh, good result for Leon. Doesn't take them really good anywhere in the table. They are not in the relegation zone. They are not. They are just in the middle of the table, and they don't. They have a bad season. I don't think. I can't say that Leon have a good season because man, you can't. Link, man, I don't know, but <laughs> it's a bad season. It's been a bad season for them. Um, it temporarily puts the uh, Laurent down. Puts them one point um, behind Saint Etienne. Yes, uh, yeah, Saint Etienne. So Mets is it's Saint Etienne that's that's um, behind uh, that's that's above uh, Lauren, not Mets, rather, not, not, not Mets. So um, so I just hope that 
Lauren can put can put up better performances to struggle with uh, Etienne and see let's see where it takes them. Um, that'll be all for um, this episode of Talk Football. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for clicking on the link and coming to listen to the podcast. You you are the reason I do this. Thank you very much. I hope to see you next week on the Talk Football Podcast. Peace.